0: Welcome to this week's first edition of the Fins Up podcast. I'm your host, Solo Dan, and as always, I am joined by the man who can keep him out of the old onion bag, Terry himself, Super Keeper, mate. How are you this week? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm really good. How are you, mate? I'm really good, thanks. Let's talk. Let's talk some soccer before we get into some serious stuff. I heard you. Um, you kept a clean sheet on the weekend.
1: Yeah, look, we. We're 3-0 to start the season, and this is the first time, I've been playing soccer now for six years, and this is the first time one of my teams has actually sat on top of the competition.
0: That's fantastic. Um,
1: yeah, so uh, I, we won the comp last year, but we finished third overall, and uh, just good run of form, got us into the grand final and obviously won it, but yeah, it's the first time actually sitting first, so I fucking
0: enjoy it. That's pretty nice. There's nothing wrong from winning from third either, mate.
1: No, I know. I know. It's, it's written in the stars, isn't it? It is. um, But yeah, clean sheet this week. It was, um, I don't know if it's much to brag about because this team that we played were like defensively staunch,
0: but um, they haven't scored a goal in three games. Oh, jeez. They'd, con- they, they'd only conceded one
1: going into it, but uh, we had it all in Brawl. Well, there was a fucking huge punch out. The game got called off
0: early. You're kidding me. On the on um, a weekend game of soccer.
1: Yeah. Division
0: 13 soccer, mate. <laughs> just thrown everywhere. God, it gets serious, mate. I'm glad I gave that up many years ago. What,
1: what, our right back threw so many uppercuts and he had to go and apologise to the other team at full time. It was unbelievable.
0: <laughs> that's that's marvellous. That's better than this weekend of football, too, I reckon, that story. Yeah. Uh,
1: seeing some of the games, uh, I'd, I'd have to agree with you.
0: Um, so, although, there were one or two real good ones. Probably one that we'll discuss more tomorrow night, but we'll get to that in
1: yeah. time. Absolutely. Let's get into the games, Dan. Uh, Thursday night, the Roosters
0: 20, the Raiders 24. I'm starting to think there's a Tedesco curse on the Roosters. Well, how many games they lost with him there? Plenty. How many of the games they lost oh, without no. him? <laughs> None. Every game they've lost, he's played at fullback. Hey, look, I'm not saying there's a curse, but, you know, I'm not saying there's not a curse either. I know. What I am saying,
1: though, is that James Tedesco should definitely ask for at least a release to sign for Cronulla.
0: Look, it. Yeah, it benefits everybody.
1: Yeah. They get Brett Morris or Marnu back at fullback where they win all their games, and we get a
0: fullback. There's, mate, sounds good. Oh, hey, speaking of curses, good lead-in. Um, you know the 50 points curse? You concede yes. 50, you don't win a premiership. I'm calling it now. The Roosters can't win a premiership this year because they conceded a try to Denanimous Louis. Ooh. That's the new curse. It is the new
1: curse. I, I like that. They also let prop run 25 metres untouched.
0: Papali looked like he had no idea what he was going to do the whole way. I'm waiting for someone to smash him, and he just kept running. I, and and the th- like He wasn't even running fast either. No, he was jogging. That's why I thought he was going to get hammered by someone from the side. It just never came.
1: Tedesco wanted none of that smoke. Do you think do you think he's still ginger from the Sevo attempt?
0: I do, yes, because there was something earlier as well where he did not go in. He went in with the I hate to say it, but George the Moylan Williams. effort? Yeah. There was the Moylan effort, the oh fuck, I missed him. So can like, you put your shoulder into it? I definitely think there's something to that. Yeah,
1: because I mean he was he was front on with George Williams and you know, you, you've got to expect Tedesco to make that tackle.
0: Mate, Williams ain't that big. I mean Tedesco's not a huge bloke. But he's he's certainly bigger in stature than Williams, and yeah, even if he wasn't.
1: I mean, I mean, if he's one on one with partly five meters out, I understand the partly scoring, but he was literally right in front of um, George Williams, and, and that was horrible.
0: And yeah, that wasn't the best. Speaking of Williams, though, he's been really, really good. Way better than that Clarky bloke gave him credit for. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I will say I think that it's the best attribute and also the most dangerous attribute for the Raiders. Is they've got two running halves, um, and and I think like you saw towards the end of the game at twenty to eighteen, it wasn't actually the halves who were directing the forwards into the midfield. It was that young Starling bloke who who actually put Papali through the hole because um, Williams and, and White were getting ready to have a run.
0: That's true. That Starling bloke, he played really really well. He's um uh-huh. he good picker. Only a little bloke too.
1: And and the thing is like. Uh, Havili didn't start the game off bad for the Raiders, but they looked so much better when he went to lock and and Starling came on the field.
0: Definitely. He's a a little weapon, that kid. I was really surprised. One player, though, that is frustrating the hell out of me this year, Manu. He's only played one real good game all year, and that was the game he was at fullback.
1: Yeah. Um, Pretty
0: ordinary, isn't he? He, mean he is. He won the players' poll by an absolute mile, and I I couldn't think of a a centre that's probably better than him, but in terms of performance... He's not in the top ten centres right now.
1: No way, like he's I am not I I can't even remember him like scoring many tries, so that probably says one thing, but I think he, he, he he's not really a strike center when it comes to getting over the line anyway, but he's not really a go to player either. You can see when the Roosters need something happen, they're going to the thirty four year old brothers in the team.
0: Yeah, I noticed that. Like I, I picked Marnie very early in my draft comp, so I thought without the trail, he's gonna be the best center in the world by a mile. Still bloody waiting. Yeah, um, look, a bloke that we
1: have been talking about a lot, uh, Josh Papali, though, is he the best prop in
0: the world? Yes. When yeah. the other day the Players Poll again came out, Fanua Blake topped the thing. I wrote on Zero Tackle that Papali's the best prop in the world by an absolute mile. I think Fisher Harris is too. Then you can start talking Fenua Blake or Campbell Gillard. But for me, it's Papali and then Daylight. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I
1: think I think Fenua Blake... Finished twenty nineteen really well, and started twenty like started this season. You know, he he makes his two hundred something metres a game, but I, I think like Pali's try scoring rate is he, pretty decent as well. Like, he's come a long way from being a a, a wide edge back rower who was a who was a bit of a dog shot merchant to being the best prop in the
0: comp. Yeah, absolutely. Dog shot merchant yeah. was right too. He made a name hitting Gallon twice when the bloke wasn't looking in that semi, and I've uh, never looked back. So good on him, I suppose. Yeah,
1: um, look, I, I I don't think it's panic stations for the Roosters. You know, they, yeah, every year the Roosters seem to just
0: drop a game here or there that you don't really expect them to. I think the Raiders were, were really
1: fired up. Uh, obviously, you know, grand final rematch, the, the whole six again, but the crowd was was constantly going like that all game it was unbelievable. <laughs> Um, look, it's, it's you know uh, it's not panic stations for the Roosters. They're still, for mine, they're still the team to beat. But uh, there, there's something for Trent Robinson to to look into this and and sort of address those problems. And you'd expect a champion coach like him to to you know stem that bleeding pretty quickly.
0: 100. percent This says more about the Raiders' chances than the Roosters for mine. I think Canberra yeah. reminded us that they're not quite gone yet, but the Roosters are still are still the team to beat. Although 50. 50- yeah, Anonymous, Louis scored a try, so gone. Tear up your betting yeah, tickets I was,
1: now. I, I wasn't saying like I wasn't saying the, the Raiders were anywhere near life support yet, but you know, in terms of, I think they're they're still a way away off the pack. You put you put the Roosters in a semi final against the Raiders, and the, the Roosters are going to do it,
0: you know, quite comfortably. cool. Uh, six o'clock on Friday
1: night. The Melbourne Storm forty-two. The Gold Coast Titans six. It almost looks to me
0: like the Titans quit after Nass scored that try just before halftime. Yes. I watched the first half on the train, so it was a bit jumpy. But it was pretty close. And all the yeah. tweets were, oh my God, what's going on with the storm? And as soon as I got home, Melbourne dominated from about 60 minutes. like I'd be at probably 50, 52 minutes-ish. And I never saw yeah. the real the Titans have a go, but... As Nelson, that was his best game of the year by a mile yeah. Winning man yep. of the match from the bench Scoring two tries Pretty impressive
1: Um, Were you okay with the Titans try?
0: Uh, I didn't see it to be honest It was going through the tunnel at Redfern And I never got to see it um, I can't remember who it
1: was From Melbourne was juggling the ball And the Titans player pushed him in the back And then they scored There was a bit of a up on Twitter But you know, if, if a bloke's running at you and he's juggling
0: the ball, you've got every right to hit him. So if you kick the ball in the end goal and he's juggling you've got every right to hit him as well. Yeah, that's fair call. I don't mind that. There's a lot of players that do that juggle, you know, not on purpose. But if they don't have the ball, yeah, it's not their ball. Yeah,
1: he, yeah I know. Like, you, you know, he, he, he was juggling the ball and he was generally attempting to catch it. It's, you've, got, you've got to have a look on the weekend as well. Like if uh, Joss was running at Brad Hamlin and Tavunga started juggling, juggling the ball you'd still
0: expect Hamlin New early to whack him absolutely you can't so, stand and wait yeah it's not the
1: Titans players fault that old mate couldn't get his hands on the ball so he deserved every ride
0: to get smacked no I like it I'll go check it but I agree uh, a couple of stats for you Terry only, for only foot Footawaker made over 100 metres for the Titans the yeah, Titans made 26.8 metres per set I can't remember yeah. anything being that low and they only had 60 kick return metres that I mean I don't remember the storm pinning them down all the time, but like there's always that one forty meter bring back or something. Sixty meters in eighty minutes—that's atrocious. Um, the other thing
1: for mine that I, I, I kept having to double check my TV because I, I wasn't sure who was starting at prop for Melbourne, and we, my eyes aren't the best. And then I had a look and saw that it was Brandon Williams.
0: Brandon Smith. Oh, Bruce, if that's him, yeah. <laughs> the greatest um, man to ever live. Holy crap. He's starting to score to the little nuggets. I love him. I, I just reckon he's such a bloody good player. And he can play anywhere. Oh, like literally, like literally anywhere. anywhere. I I reckon he's the most versatile player in the comp. Um, only Craig Bellamy could turn around and look at the littlest bloke
1: on his team apart from Ryan Pappenhausen and go, fuck it. You can play prop this week. Go
0: play um against Foot Awaker and bloody. Uh, and, and, and have a fucking good game. He, he's good. I you just you got to get him in somewhere. I still think he's probably a back rower, if anything, if he's not playing nine. But <laughs> not, my he's word. A he's a prop. I'm happy with that because I'm, I'm all over it. I'm, I'm well on, on the Smith train, mate. Yeah, I don't even know why I
1: called him Brendan Williams. That was embarrassing on my
0: part. But <laughs> mate, I'll get you three times later. Don't worry about it. What's that? I'll make three mistakes that you can pick me up on, mate. Don't worry about it. He, he was unbelievable. but Yeah, you're
1: right. Nass off the bench. It, he, he's like the ultimate conundrum for me because you really want him taking those charges early in the game, but you also want him to be taking those charges, the fresh charges against, like, fatigued players as well. So, um, look, Bellamy got it right. I know it's only the Titans. And we say that every week, but you can only beat what's in front of you. And, honestly, if... if yeah, we were playing Melbourne next week, and they named Brandon Smith a prop. You know, you'd expect to win the yardage battle, and as I said, it just looked like the minute Nass went over just before half time, the Titans quit.
0: The only worrying thing here for me was that Melbourne have been good, except Munster's been out and Nelson hasn't been that good. Munster's back, and Nelson just had his best game of the year. I, I fucking hate Melbourne so much. Yeah,
1: it's, um, I'm still waiting for that slide.
0: Yeah, we've been waiting since what, four or five 2012? years now. Oh, geez. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, next year they won the comp in twenty twelve, and everyone
1: said they would not be that good anymore because you know you figure them out, and here they are every year in the top four. Hate them. I've got a question for you uh, later on in the show regarding a situation with the uh, with the storm because you know, you have a look at them on on paper and it's it's not it's not the greatest side. You know we. We always say we're worried about their back line, and yet you've got blokes like uh, Branko Lee, <laughs>
0: you know,
1: playing playing really well for him, and you got the other centre uh, Justin Ollam. You
0: it's, know, it's not not a name. He's... Although Melbourne haven't been a name team. I mean, they uh, won. Curtis Scott won in in the centres. He wasn't a big name. No.
1: Nah. Um, moving on, uh, probably my favourite game of the round: West Tigers forty eight, Brisbane nil. Um, it was my favourite game because on Tuesday I jokingly tweeted that Luke Brooks was shit and he'd have to watch the, the Broncos uh, towel them up. My mentions on Friday night on Twitter were just <laughs> unbelievable for Tigers fans who, who searched me. It was so good.
0: Well, look, that's if you can if you can watch a good game and, and stir some Tigers fans up, it's a double win. Hey I got so I got some interesting stats here. The um the Broncos managed forty eight percent possession. 80% completion, which is pretty good, and only had two more errors than a team that beat them by 48. I think they're headed in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Uh, Seabold's got him on track.
0: He certainly does. They're playing um, some good, a good brand of football. They just um, forgot how to score tries and tackle. But, you know, that'll come.
1: Yeah, and my uh, one of my favourite tweets, King Wally, likes to remind us how many halves of football that the, the Broncos have gone without scoring points and tries. Uh, I think that bloke, he's 24, he looks like he's 60. Seibold um, hasn't done him any favours. He's going to go into a mental home soon. The, the Broncos are driving in there.
0: We'll drive him, mate. We, we've been there before. It's all good. Not this yeah. bad, though. This is this is terrible because their side on paper is far superior to that Newcastle side and that Asada-Sharks side. Yeah, was it...
1: Um, did we say... Did, last week, did we say it was the Broncos or the Cowboys who was the worst team in the competition because... They're giving each other a run for the money. We, you know, as I said, we know that the the dogs are absolutely dreadful and they've got no talent whatsoever and the Gold Coast Titans exist. But those two teams on paper are shit. The Cowboys and the Broncos, though, they're
0: fucking awful. I, I don't know. I don't get it. There's something in the Queensland air at the moment. They're not getting COVID, but they're also not yeah. playing good football. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um,. Luciano Leilua, is he the better Leilua now? I actually wrote that. Leilua, better Leilua, to remind myself. Yes, absolutely he's the better Leilua. Yeah,
1: he he was really good.
0: He, He that that back line, uh, that back row, we've been making fun of the Tigers forwards for years because they deserve it. But like, Josh Alloyer, Luke Garner, Leilua, they're, they're three pretty decent players. Yeah. You throw you throw in 12 who you know he isn't the greatest, but he's making he never misses a tackle. They've finally got a forward pack that isn't like they're bad. Not yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think they're in the top three or four, obviously. But yeah, pushovers is a good word because they've been soft in the middle for many years, not so much anymore.
1: That's all. Russell Packer had a
0: good game. He did compared to that other bullshit he dished up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah
1: I thought- Or there on Russell Packer, and what he did, you know, obviously was was awful. But um, he 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 did his time, and he, he you know sort of turned his career around a little bit, and um, made a name for himself back at the Dragons, and went to the Tigers, fell out with the Tigers, and was being chopped everywhere. I'm kind of happy for him. I'm kind of happy for him. If he, when, when when he when he doesn't go out there to be a grub, he's actually a half decent footballer.
0: There's a, there's a secret, mate. I wish, they, I wish they'd listen to our podcast more. That yeah, Billy sure. Walters try, uh, though, holy fuck. Yeah, he's good. That was good, and no one in that Broncos outfit wanted to touch that ball. Walters no. outran, what, Coates and Azarko and whoever the fullback Tessie knew was from yeah. five, ten metres behind? That was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, he, he, he looks he looks pretty good. I think it was Canberra um, inquired about his services at, at Hooker, um... For the rest of the season, with Hodgson out, Um, it's gonna it's gonna be, you know, like I know they dropped Luke Brooks and and Reynolds is out, but yeah, he looks he looks like he belongs in first grade.
0: He does, I think he I think he got to stick with him and one of the other two. Benji had a really really good game, and so did Harry Grant. Moses and By kicked six goals, and he was kicking them from everywhere. It was just one of those nights for the Tigers. I still I still you know don't think they'll make the eight ultimately, but performances like this. Pretty pretty encouraging.
1: I think the Tigers have got enough to make the eight and I think it's I think the eight spot is gonna come down between us and South and it's just who capitalizes on their draw better. We've got we've got the far easier draw than South do, so um, I I think, I think the Tigers will do enough to get in the eight which will break a what, like a seventeen year curse of not playing finals <laughs> football or something. Have you have you seen um, the Twitter
0: I? accounts dedicated to the day since Tigers have played yeah. football? And the, yeah. since Parramatta won the Premiership, so good. Yeah, I don't think, because there's one as well, there's a,
1: there's a day since Tottenham won a trophy, day since Everton beat Liverpool, day since Everton won a trophy, there was one day since Liverpool won the Premier League, which I don't even think you could fucking count anymore. That's you fantastic. know, it, was, it got over like 30,000 days or something, <laughs> ridiculous. Run
0: out of figures. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh no, it's, it, yeah, it was, it was something stupid. Um but yeah, it's uh, just for the for the Broncos. I don't know where you go. Like, if you suck Seabold, there's not really a good coach on on the uh, on the market at the moment. And um, player wise, why would you want to go there?
0: You wouldn't want to go there. They're trying to get rid of people too. Speaking of coaches, did you see your best mate Clarkie's best coaches available list that um. blew Twitter up? I did see that, and I loved how everyone hammered him, but underneath it did say, in no order. Yeah, I, I keep chipping him because I think that's cheating. If you're going to make 20, you put him in order. But he was naming people that, like, to suspended coaches, blokes that have turned down jobs, blokes that are in rugby union. It's just like, he's like, oh, I'm saying they could be available. Just name every team's assistant coach, could be available.
1: Yeah. You and I are available.
0: Yeah, right. Let's let's do it. We're in the top 20. We're above some of the posts he mentioned. I
1: mean, Matt Elliott hasn't coached since like 2014.
0: That's it. It's just, it's ludicrous. But you talk about the Walker brothers. What about the Sado Morts? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's do it. Warriors, give us a call. Give us a team. I
1: mean, we obviously we, we know what's going wrong with all these teams, and we're telling them the solutions, and they seem to bounce
0: back. It's about time they put armchair critics in the in the hot seat, mate. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm here for that. Yeah, um, Michael McGuire. Before we move
1: on, uh, the turnaround that he's performed on the Tigers this year very
0: impressive. Incredible. He's a good coach. I know he, he got booted out of South, and whatever happened happened. I, I don't I don't know the ins and outs of that one, but he built South. He left him in fantastic um, spot. And now he's doing it for the Tigers. They're a heat's better side than they were this time last year. And that that's yeah. all down to the coach for mine.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, he hasn't really signed... He hasn't really gone out and signed that many players. I think, you know, he he, he went and got uh, Scotty. And just, just making a couple of simple shifts with Scotty, seeing if he was a centre... Putting
0: him back at fullback, he's absolutely killed it. Yeah, agreed. He's made um he's turned off the Loomer into it from a, a a meme really to probably yeah. the, the form one of the second, two second, yeah second after Morris. The there you go. Yeah. Good on him. Uh, moving
1: on, Dragons twenty eight, the Bulldogs twenty two. Oh my god, my heart broke for the dogs on that play.
0: That was that was very very harsh. That um <laughs> was this the one with the falcon in it where he's kicked it. Oh, was that no, later it on? His
1: knee. It came off his knee.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. I yeah, I would I thought the Bulldogs were gonna win. I was ready. I'm glad they didn't because the Dragons would have bounced back and smashed us next week if they lost this game.
1: It was a horrible pass to a player who shouldn't have been on the field because he was that concussed that when he went to catch the ball, he just
0: fucking fell. Off. <laughs> he did. He literally fell over. They're still digging him up. The poor bloke. I what I didn't notice so. Kieran Foran went off for HIA, passed, and never came back on.
1: Yeah, so he hurt. He, he just just before he got concussed, he took a kick in his foot. His um his foot dragged into the ground, and it's the same toe that he had reconstructed.
0: Ah, gotcha. They kept saying, um, "When's he going to come back on?" And they just never did.
1: Yeah, yeah There uh, you go. Listening to the commentary and, and when you were getting the updates, um, oh, it was actually really. This game was really odd for me because I kind of half watched it and then I was listening to it on the radio when I was in the car as well and on Triple M they were saying that um, when he went for his HIA he also complained about his foot and they couldn't get his boot off to have a look at it because there was that much swelling in his foot um, and he, he was just complaining about that it was it was painful to walk on um, so obviously it was going to be painful to run on but fucking stick a needle through the boot and get him back out there because that, that was the difference between them winning and them losing.
0: Yeah, I think if Foreign's on the field, he ices that game. Absolutely. Matt Dufty yeah, scored that- in the first minute, though, and then it was 10-0 after 7. I thought it was going to be 50 or 60 the way this game started.
1: Yeah, I, I did as well. Um, when, when it was 22-10, and I think there was about 13 minutes to go, commentators were saying the Bulldogs probably need to start thinking about a field goal here and they just didn't have the smarts to do it but if Kieran Foran's out there, he's marching that team around, he probably recognises they're not going to score another try that he's kicking a field goal.
0: Agreed I, I was really surprised they didn't although, 13 minutes is probably gives the, we're shutting up shop and I know they, they try to avoid that but if you can't yeah. defend a 13 point lead with 10 minutes to go, well, joke's on you.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, The dogs remind me of the 2016 Knights with a bit more heart.
0: A lot more heart than the Knights, absolutely. But yeah, talent-wise, yeah, there's not a whole lot between it. I was looking at this bulldog side, and look, I'm a huge fan of Luke Thompson and his opening couple of games. I like, um, I think, Montoya, Jackson, Jackson, absolutely. But outside of those, I mean, they're missing Hoppawati, of course, but really, who else in that side? Maybe Fatula Mariner, he's quite a good player. But how many of them walk into a, a top eight side? What, three, maybe four.
1: Yeah, Remus Smith just because he's got a fucking shitload of pace. Um, that's about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty like pretty sad. But like I said, they're chock full of heart. I'll give them that.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, just in in standard bulldogs fashion, we're talking about what they need. You know, they need some. They need a spine. They need some more forwards. And they go and spend three quarters of a million dollars on a winger who wants to play centre.
0: Fantastic. Bulldogs! Now they're, now they're oh, looking yeah. at spending another 500 for another busted centre, but we'll talk about that one later.
1: Yeah, they'll never learn. Uh, South's 18, the Knights' 20. Uh, Cook tried his best, but uh, couldn't overcome Mitchell Pierce.
0: I watched the first half of this game, and I got to the pub. About 10 minutes in, and it was like 20-0 or whatever. And I thought, this could dead set be 100 the way the Bunnies were playing. They were fucking deplorable. But they must have been a good comeback. I was watching, it was on mute. So, like I said, every time I looked up, Cook was scoring a try. But for like 60 minutes, McCulloch had Cook beat, I reckon. Yeah, um,
1: but there, there was a, a lot of Knights uh, fans on Twitter, they were... Uh, debating about McCulloch's performance, his service got really sloppy in the second half.
0: Nah I got you. Yeah,
1: his 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 service was was yeah, it was borderline awful. And I think that's you know, it starts from your dummy half and when they start getting fatigued and they start getting sloppy then the rest of your team starts getting sloppy as well. Um, but I mean Big Burgess. All he had to do was ground that ball, mate, and it's uh, it's a different ball game.
0: What happened there? I saw him come out and say that I've seen him given, but oh, I couldn't see close enough to, to see what was happening.
1: Uh, he dropped the ball.
0: He dropped it clean? Yeah.
1: He, he was, he, it was almost a carbon copy of Feeders 2016, and just as he went to put the ball down, he dropped it.
0: Oh, there you go. Well, you know, I'm mean, not, not going to cry too many... Uh, tears for the Bunnies, especially when they're 20 nil down. My thinking, though, is with James Roberts going for the season, Luttrell's got to go into the standards and they just got to ship the ball to Luttrell. Call it off, because if they keep playing like this, they're not going to play finals football for the first time. Since what? They come back to the competition? Yeah, I think uh,
1: no, nah, they, they missed the finals in
0: 2017. No, 20, 2016, sorry. Oh, there you go. I don't remember. Yeah. I only remember the top three sides that year, mate. But I, I'm thinking that the trail comes back, goes into center, you put AJ at fullback, because, um, yeah. the, this South side are very un-South and they're very un-Wayne Bennett as well. Yeah, I,
1: I definitely think now, you know, with Braden Burns, uh, breaking his knee, and James Roberts gone, um, and even still, there the, the other makeshift center who, Bennett sometimes put in their Ethan Lowe with a broken neck, um, you've definitely got to put the trail at centre. It, it's time. It, even if you just turn around and say, you know what, we'll put this experiment on pause, you can go back to fullback next year, you're better suited twice in the centres now. Because they've got none. They've literally
0: got none. No, they don't. They've got four on the books and all four are injured. I, I'm i really worried about the Bunnies this year because they used to be a fun side. But that uh, Walker's not playing well. Reynolds is not playing well. Cook hasn't dominated like I thought he would. But it comes down to the forwards. They've had Burgess for so many years. Now they've got, what, Ken Murray and one half Burgess?
1: Yeah. Um, but don't, uh, yeah the other thing is, well, don't underestimate how much John Sutton meant to that team. Uh, that,
0: I forgot him. 100% yeah. spot on the ball there. He was yeah. a genius uh, player, really. Yeah, man. He, he, played,
1: he played 300 games for Seattle. He played 150 in the halves and 150 in the forwards. And... Yeah, when when he moved to the forwards, that was when they looked like a real premiership-winning team, and that's when they won the premiership. So
0: there you go. You're uh, not getting that from Jaden Sewer, that's for sure.
1: No, I, even though he, he has improved, but yeah, you're right. He's he's not John Tuck.
0: No, absolutely not. Yeah, outside of Cam uh, Murray, mate, I can't think of one of those players that I'd want at Cronulla. Uh, yeah, oh,
1: uh, or whatever his name is, yeah. Keon Kalamatagi.
0: Sure, tuck him on the bench, but. No, it's not... Oh, I
1: mean, he wouldn't make our bench at the moment, but he's just got a fun name. Well, there you go.
0: Hey, who's winning the polls, by the way?
1: Uh, Ronaldo's cleaning up. Um, there's a really good there's a really good battle between Hayes Dunster and uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, the Knights players drew each other. So we've got Brabham Vest versus uh, tex Hoy.
0: Oh, you're beauty.
1: And, uh, fuck, I can't even remember the other match-up at the moment. It must be shit.
0: That's right. It's coming down to Ronaldo and the winner of the Knights. Oh,
1: uh, clock Clockstad's get flogged by someone. Um, I, I don't know who
0: it is. Fair enough. Serves him right for being born.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Blackdown Workers, 22, beat the Eels, 18. Uh, fuck me, I was surprised in this game.
0: Ambush City. What were they like, yeah. three tries to nothing up in no time? Yeah. Yikes.
1: I, I, the, the game kicked off. I walked to the gym, and when I got to the gym and turned the treadmill on, uh, it was eighteen nil, and I was. Uh, it, it felt like it
0: took me three minutes to walk to the gym. <laughs> this was crazy. I saw Danny uh, Levi go over while I was sinking some piss at the um at the footy. Not Todd Carney piss beer. Uh, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I was. What's going on here? When when's first grade gonna start? They were they were really really good, and it all came on the back of Marty power Yeah, he
1: was unbelievable.
0: wasn't he he was huge. He really stood up, and I think that on his day. There's probably no forward I'd prefer it to be behind if I was a halfback. He doesn't have his, his day as many times as the Campbell-Gillard's and stuff. But, um, geez, when he's good, he's good.
1: Uh, just so you know, it's, it's Herbie Farmworth who's uh, dusting up Shanzig or Oh Yeah, absolutely.
0: Speaking of Campbell-Gillard, holy fuck. 297 metres in 80 minutes. Should have scored a try. He was man of the match in this game if they win every day of the week.
1: Absolutely, and him and Joseph i have got a really nice combination going
0: on at the moment. They do that. That could be the origin halves stat time, Terry. The Eels Yuck. made two thousand two hundred and twenty nine meters. Mm-hmm. Manly made fourteen hundred and seventy four, which is a lot less considering they won this football game.
1: Yeah, um, my the biggest thing for mine that you take out of this game. It was just goal-kicking. And don't we as Sharks fans know how bad goal-kicking can let you down.
0: Yes, King Gutho. They de- look, they missed Moses. It took them two weeks to figure it out, but they missed one of the premier players in the competition. Nothing to worry yeah. about, but geez, this is one game they didn't want to lose. The old enemy. Um,
1: what I don't understand is, how is there not a team in the NRL that doesn't think they can use Joel Thompson?
0: That's a very good question
1: he's going to St Helens next year and you're telling me that bloke can't get a run in any other side I mean he might not want to play against Manly I get that, that fucking shit anyway but far out, there's, there's, there's some sides that could use him he's so good
0: he'd probably make 4 or 5 sides without much thought at least a bench spot did he want to go to England? Or, I don't know
1: yeah I think it was a, I think it was a, a case of he didn't want to play against Manly
0: Considering he's been there for, what, two years of a 15-year career, all right, go to St. Helens then, fuck you. Yeah, uh, I don't know, I wasn't expecting that from Manly at all. No, me neither, when they were like 8 or 10 nil up after a few minutes, I thought, oh, here come Parramatta, it's going to be one of those 30 to 10 floggings. DCE played out of his skin after he copped heaps of bullshit from me last week, I rate that but I just... Look, they, they scored a late 12 at 78th or 79th minute and made the game close. Manly beat them, like, convincingly with dead set of Blacktown workers' backline ads. Did, did I love you there
1: was, there was a great, great screen grab? Uh, someone put it up. Um, when Micah Siever went down with injury, there was 20 seconds left on the clock, and when they uh, restarted the game, there was 34 seconds back on the clock.
0: No, it didn't. Cheating yeah, bastards.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll find the picture and send it to you, but it's unbelievable.
0: That, wow, so. how the fuck does that happen in this day?
1: And then, uh, and then, you know, obviously Parramatta put their block play on and went and scored. And Yeah, you know, Gutho didn't take the last shot at goal, because if he takes that shot at goal, the, the clock winds down and they lose. So, um, and then DCE came up with that, that brewing kickoff, and uh, mainly got the ball back. So. Good yeah, I, I, even even without Mitchell Moses, I thought the Ewers were going to coast at this game. So um, I think they'll bounce back uh, this week coming.
0: We? Oh, absolutely. Especially with Moses back. But what did you think of them resting? Now, they say rest Blake Ferguson. Now, I know the guy's not in the greatest form of all time. Still yet to score a try. But is he, he's not the sort of player you rest in a shortened season, in a game you should win. Disrespectful. They kind of got what they deserved.
1: Speaking of our mate Clarkey, uh, it was on his on his tips on Facebook, Blake Ferguson to score a try, and someone wrote back to him, Blake Ferguson got ruled out yesterday, bro.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> pay for that Patreon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. You
1: won't you won't get scoops like that anywhere
0: else. You won't, mate, you pay big money for that. So <laughs> why ne- so I never make big predictions like that on zero tackle? No, you do it on our podcast though. Yeah, but no one um, listens, and, so cares.
1: What, what did I think about it? I think I think resting players halfway through a season, if a player like Blake Ferguson needs a rest, you, you know you fuck like we're, we're sitting there saying Wade Graham needs a rest because uh, needs a rest because he looks busted. Ferguson doesn't look busted. Ferguson just looks bored.
0: Yeah, bored and lazy. You the sort yeah. of blokes you rest are Campbell Gillard after he carries you for three hundred metres. Or a bloke yeah. like Moses who, you know, played himself to literal little exhaustion and injury. You don't rest a winger who hasn't scored a try in nine fucking games. That's just that's yeah. abysmal coaching. There must have been yeah. something more to that. And Niggle maybe was being a bit of a dickhead in the pokies, you know. it has got form. So. Yeah. Pro- mm.
1: Probably turn up the training a day late.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. It's Wednesday on Tuesday. Fucking fair game. Uh,
1: the final game we're going to review, Pettit 22, the Cowboys ten. I actually rang you on the way home from soccer. You did? Uh, just to, to get a rundown of our game. And the uh, Cowboys went in under the post, ten four, 4 And then Nathan Cleary just took over.
0: It was a Nathan Cleary show. In the second half, he just went kaboom. But James Fisher-Harris, another 246 metres. I think he's my favourite forward outside the Sharks at the moment. Yeah,
1: look. Yeah, not not a bad job. I thought Isaiah was your boy.
0: He's good, but you know, a little ordered, a little boring. I love him, and he'll play origin just to spite you. But that forward pack for the Panthers, they they're no mugs. They made like, almost 600 more meters overall. I know that includes the backs and stuff, but this is a against a side with Tom Malolo and Maguire. And for the first time in about 110 games in a row, Tom Malolo did not top the meters for the Cowboys.
1: He's, he's had some games where he's only made like 50 or 60
0: metres. It's a little bit, well, I mean, it's going to happen. It's human nature, but like, a game where he needs to stand up, he was really nowhere to be seen. And I know this because I had the prick gets my captain and super coach and it cost me the game in the end. So, Great. I may be a little bit bitter, just, you know. But, uh, yeah, not, uh, not, a, not the best performance from the Panthers. That try from Hudson, what's his fucking name, was an absolute yeah. beauty. He broke seven tackles. Um, Speaking of uh, breaking things, uh, Billy Burns's cock came out on TV. <laughs> I knew, I knew you were going to get that in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, mate, the, the poor bloke, minding his own business, and there's his I meat and two eggs. Oh. <laughs> he, he listens to this. I don't. Both his mum and his dad are regular listeners. I don't want to bag the bloke. Um, speaking, you, you
1: said in the in the last game about poor coaching. Now, it's uh, come out during the week that Dylan Edwards complained of uh, his hamstring in the warm up. They still played him and now he's out for three or four weeks.
0: Not good because he, he's playing really, really well. I know I bagged him a bit during the week saying he's not in the top five fullbacks, but not far off. He's in decent form.
1: Yeah, he's, he, look, he's probably not the top five fullbacks, but he's, he's not far off. it. You're, you're right, he is in good form. But they lost Dean Farre as well. I don't think that's going to hurt him as much as Edwards. Um,. So who, Penrith have named uh, Aikens and Malakai uh, Watini Zalesniak uh, as their replacements. But apparently there's going to be some more um, changes and some more debutants. There's Dane Laurie, talked about, coming in at fullback. Uh, what has Matt Burton got to do to get in this team, though?
0: Like, can he play anything other than halves? Because, I mean, the halves are set. Well, I... Uh,
1: you got to look at the frame of the bloke. He could, he could definitely do the role that Tyrone May's doing. Um, I think he played a bit of fullback when he was he was younger. And why not throw him? You know,
0: he's just a footballer. I he's like that I thought Burton was better than Luai in the early rounds before when Cleary was suspended especially. And I thought it was a no-brainer that Burton was going to play. I think they might as well drive, um, drive him across town to Canterbury and put him in a Bulldogs jersey now because... If they don't start playing him, he's just signing for Canterbury very, very soon.
1: Yeah, and I, I think as well, like Ivan Cleary's now found his halves combination, um, and they'll re sign Tyrone May, uh, and it, you know, it, he'll be their, their third string half. Um, they've got, they've, you know, for, for, the, for the good of Matt Burton's career, they can't expect him to sit around and be their fourth string um, half you know, for, for too much longer, there, he, they'll, they'll let him go to Canterbury.
0: He's too good to be the four-string half. Like you said, he's just a footballer. But I don't know where yeah. he makes his side if not at the halves, though, is the only issue. A uh, uh,
1: uh, Matt Burton, Kieran Foreign combination for the Bulldogs c- could
0: work out quite well. It's heats better than what they currently have, that's for sure. I rate Burton, and I think Foran's yeah. a better player when he's got someone that can kick the ball around and just let him yeah. control, because he had to do everything again on the weekend, and I think that's where the injuries come from.
1: Um, And even still, you you, you start talking about a half-decent spine when you you add William Popawati into that as well.
0: Yeah, Popawati, Burton, you put a a proper nine in there as well. Did you see Penrith fans during the day, though? Well, pretty much from the second that Manly beat the Eels, they were celebrating like they were going to go top of the comp. Penrith, for 42 minutes, played like they were going top of the comp without remembering that they had to beat the Cowboys. It's only when Cleary kicked in in about, about the 45th minute he he did some kick and completely changed the game, but that's that's not a good sign for a side that I mean they do lead the premiership, so we can't bag them too much. But yeah, yeah fucking lazy, I tell you.
1: It was, uh, but you know they just just stand the this year. They're doing enough to win unless they're playing Cronulla and they're scoring 50.
0: 50 points. That's the thing though. That kid is still not out of quarantine yet. What a what a fucking idiot. And then what's his face? Clear he's given a jersey to an NRL journo. Who hasn't been cleared and is under investigation too? It's just just stupidity, you know. It's a good, it's a nice gesture. Don't get me wrong, but give it to someone and like throw it at him or something. Just yeah. come on, don't be stupid. <laughs> post it to him. Do something. <laughs> That's it. Two two weeks is a long time in a shortened premiership to not have your bloody best halfback. Yeah, uh,
1: we got some news, uh, Dan. There was a daily M fast this year that went across three games.
0: The Dalians are uh, a fast mate. Not a fan. Uh,
1: Nathan Cleary didn't get three points on the weekend.
0: Who got three points? That's... James Fisher-Harris did.
1: They're contentious, but for mine, the Panthers don't win without Nathan Cleary.
0: No, they don't win without fucking Cleary. I swear they don't watch the games. They just look at the stats and go, oh, you topped the metres by a fair way. Let's yeah. give it to him. Don't, he's in the top three. I probably would have given yeah. him one or two points, but Cleary three yeah. is so simple.
1: Yeah. Uh... Mitchell Pearce didn't get the three points on the weekend.
0: Did they give him to Ponga? Yes. Yeah, I swear that guy's only got to do one good thing and he gets three points. That's ridiculous.
1: And obviously the blow-up that we had, Sean Johnson got zero points on the weekend.
0: Can't justify that at all.
1: Aaron Woods was like our fourth best board. How someone watched that fucking game and went, you know, Aaron Woods was the best player on the field.
0: (laughs) He wasn't the best player. We scored 50 points almost for a start. That shows that an attacking player should get it. Not a bloke who pondered. He, like you said, he. Toby was better than him. I thought Hamlin Nuella was better than him. Talakai was better Talakai. than him. Jeez, that was weird. And then what? Brayley got the two. Uh, the one and Katol got two. The one. Katol got the two. Yeah. Uh, for
1: mine, it was a no-brainer. Sean Johnson was the three. Toby was the two, and and Katol was the one. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
0: Far <laughs> out. I, I'm convinced um, that they want the King Gutho over as Harry Grant battle at the top.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm surprised Harry Green didn't get three points on the weekend. They got that one right by giving it to Benji. Um, the Broncos CEO has come out with another uh, statement today saying, he actually got it wrong and there are no performance clauses in Seabold's contract. So if they're going to sack him, they have got to pay him out millions of dollars. <laughs>
0: A club. Yeah, oh. on that club, oh, my God. But th- this was the same team that pretty much guaranteed a premiership under this guy's watch. So they were convinced when he came that they were going to win a title. And he sent them yep. four years backwards in a year and, what, 10 games. So yep. I don't know if decision-making is in their top top thing at the moment.
1: Uh, Paul Green gone He's been linked with the New Zealand Warriors But I think he's got that eye on the Broncos job I, I think Paul Green will sit it out for a year And just see if that Broncos job becomes available
0: I think very much the same I don't think he'll go to the Warriors It's too risky A guy's come and, You know he, he delivered a premiership He got him back to the grand final He Only this year they've really started to dip quite severely I, was, I was, thought he was going to go the rest of the season Before losing his job to be honest but, yeah, he's not going to take a job that needs a complete rebuild because he needs to rebuild his, his image, and I think Brisbane's the only way forward. I don't yeah. know that sacking him right now is a good idea because it's not like you've got any coach, young coach banging the door down to be selected unless they've got maybe a two v parceled up. No, they're, they're,
1: the top two contenders at the moment, the, the top two people that they're interviewing are Todd Payton and Jason Riles
0: there you go I, I, don't, I don't get
1: it yeah I don't get it uh, apparently it was agreed before the game but he said he just wanted to lead uh, he, he wanted one more game he wasn't ready to say goodbye um, and word up north as well is that there were a lot of people happy to see the back of him um, yeah I I, I, can't, I I honestly think Greeny will take his pay out for the year and just see if that Broncos job becomes available otherwise the coaches are going to get sacked McGregor will probably get sacked somewhere along the line um yeah, uh, speaking of Paul Green, uh, Trent Barrett, has, you know, who, who was umming and ahhing about going to the Bulldogs, has apparently pushed his application onto the Dogs, and they are days away from signing him. I think uh, the minute Paul Green became available, someone from the Dogs probably rang Barrett up and said, hey, if you don't make a decision, we'll, we'll speak to this bloke.
0: You're probably right, because uh, Barrett had to take that job, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. He didn't yeah. leave a good taste in the mouths of the uh, Manly when he left them. Uh, The way he went out, he threw everyone under the bus and he had an immortal working as his right-hand man. So that's not a real good resume to leave. If you get offered a job, you take it. And I think he realised that.
1: Yeah, because, look, the the thing with the Bulldogs is they're always going to bounce back because they've got cash. People want to play for the Bulldogs, right? Yes, they're going to have to pay overs to get players, but eventually they'll turn it around. And... Nathan Green being available uh, – sorry, Paul Green being available. Um, the dogs could have turned around to Barrett and said, we've got the pick of our coaches now. So it's it's been alleged that Barrett's actually called them and said, no, you know what, I'm ready to take this deal now. Uh, but he's not going to take it until next season.
0: That, good move because you don't want to – this year, you don't want to touch him. That's a stink. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want a wooden spoon. No, that's <laughs> like not, that. a, not a way to start your coaching career. I don't care what comes after. There's evidently rumours that um, uh, what's his face the uh, the teacher, you know, um, both they say Harrowir and I. Thank you, Terry. Um, will only play on if Barrett's there, and there's other players that he's supposedly going to bring with him or something. I, I don't know. I didn't didn't read into it as much as I should have to be honest. But yeah. people want to play for Trent Barrett evidently. I I sure.
1: Well, Albert Hopewadi is going to leave Manly if Barrett signs, um, and that's obviously to go and play with his brother as well. He's a he's a good fullback or centre. Um, Harawira Ira, whilst he hasn't committed to the Bulldogs, has said that there's more chance that he will stay, um, but I still think that he'll leave anyway. He, he, you know, those those two those two boys need a fresh start. They you know, do. They do. I, I don't I don't think Ockenball will get many offers elsewhere, but Harawira Ira will. And the 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 Panthers have turned around and said that they won't um, condone Barrett uh, tapping up the players, but if any of the players sort of outside their twenty three or twenty four men squad want to go with Barrett, then there's going to be
0: you know it's going to be those. It's the
1: same as when um, uh, Garth Brennan went to the Titans. They you know they said don't tap the players up, but if people if the players come to us and say they want to go.
0: We'll have that discussion. And I think that's why Matt that Burton will end up with the dogs. Yeah, it's a fair call. He'd be a he'd be good sign. And what do you make of the Tim LaFoy signing? Fucking shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. That's just, that's not what the Bulldogs need right now. They don't need another dud center on too much money. It just made no sense at all. I, I,
1: don't, I don't think is paid all that much, but... You, oh. I mean, it gets carrot Holland out of the team, but
0: then it just puts him back in hooker. <laughs> I, I don't get, I don't get what the Bulldogs are doing. Like Kotrick, no. okay, you put him in a position, you leave him there. He's there for the the duration of his contract. It'll take him time to play centers. I think he's better on the wing, but we may we may eat our words in twelve months. Tim Lafai is not a bloke that you bust the door down to get in that situation. I would have stuck with the in- kid, young kids, taken the wooden spoon this year, and tried for next year. I just. Like they, they've crap, they've only signed Lafayette
1: for this year, though.
0: What's the point? They, they must see, like yeah. maybe you're right, get get Holland out of the centres.
1: Yeah, it, it, it might just be another case of with us getting Bryson Goodwin as
0: well. You, yeah. know, you never know. Fair Um, court. Greg Bird has
1: been shocked to the Dogs, the Dragons and the Sharks uh, with the Broncos allegedly chipping in more than half of his salary cap. I don't want him with the Sharks. We'll talk about it tomorrow night. Um, I, th- I
0: don't see I don't see where he's got a spot at the Dragons I think the best thing for him to do would be to go at the Dogs he will and before Mario jumps in you meant Jack Bird not Greg and I know someone will oh, yeah. Um yeah Jack 100% Bird, he's got to play he walks in any position that he wants at the Dogs except fullback yeah yeah.
1: Um, and finally uh, Adam Fanua Blake has been vaccinated
0: I heard today he, he bailed and they said he couldn't play three games in Queensland no no, no he, he came
1: out tonight he's, uh, he's He's passed all his protocols. He's going, which
0: oh. means he's been vaccinated. There you go. So, that little wife beaten bitch, don't hurt yep. me, that was Terry that said that, um, is. Had his needle. Yeah, he, he really really stands by what he believes in until they say, hey, do what we say. And he, he folded. I, I'm just, I'm totally over that bloke. I don't care if he doesn't come back and play football ever again.
1: Yeah. Uh, i got a question for you, Dan, before we go on and tip the games. Um, would you rather have a great team with an average coach or an average team with a great coach?
0: Uh, probably an average team with a great coach because Manly have come good under Hasler with a fucking deplorable team, to be honest. Uh, the Tigers are Heat's better and on the improve. I can't think of many good teams that won in spite of their coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, as, you know, we talked about Melbourne. Average players around some good players, but they've got they've got arguably the best coach. I, I'm with you. I take the average team with a great coach because I think we're in that conundrum where we've got great players on paper, but our coach is just not quite there at the moment.
0: Good point. And yeah. to go back to what you said before, Melbourne won a premiership with Brian Norrie as their best forward. Yeah. Says it all.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's tip the games before we fuck off. Uh, Thursday night,
0: Parramatta versus the Tigers. I'm going to take Parramatta in a bounce back. Parramatta bounce back, Mitch Moses back, and I think Fergo Clarky scores a try. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cowboys uh, six
1: o'clock on Friday. Cowboys versus Manly. I don't think the Cowboys have named Michael Morgan back yet. Uh, I'm going to take Manly in
0: this one. Cowboys at home. Oh, look, I'm still going Manly. I think they got DC is just too good.
1: Uh, Friday night this is gonna be a massacre uh, the Broncos play the storm I can't see anyone else but Melbourne winning that
0: game this is unfair Melbourne by heaps I actually I think it might be closer than you feel because these sorts of games never really go the way they're supposed to they're, they're like eleven dollars the Broncos yeah cl-
1: yeah I, I uh no they're, they're nine dollars because someone tweeted uh, nine dollars I've never seen odds like that before and then if you scroll down a little bit more, the Warriors are
0: at $11. <laughs> That's it. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh,
1: speaking Yeah. the Warriors uh, against the Roosters uh, on the Central Coast, I think you're going to get a big effort out of the Warriors here because four of their players are going home afterwards um, and then the Roosters are going to win anyway.
0: I think it might be the opposite. I think they're going to have their minds elsewhere and get cop 50 or 60.
1: <sighs> Man, I, I, I really feel for them. Yeah. Um, 7.30 on Saturday night, the Raiders take on the Rabbitohs. Uh, for our sake, uh, I'm hoping that the Raiders win.
0: Yeah, I think they will. This is the game of, if one team turns up and plays really well, they'll win. I know that sounds obvious, but either of these team, teams can do it, or they can be ordinary. So I'm looking forward to this game.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a shit game.
0: You, you reckon it'll be dragging down? Yeah. I, I think Canberra will, will get them by about 12 or 14 points.
1: Uh, the Newcastle Knights on Sunday take on the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. Uh, I am going to take the Knights.
0: Newcastle appears to be man of the match and get no points.
1: Yeah. And to cap off the round, the Gold Coast Titans take on the Penrith Panthers. Uh, I am going to take the Panthers in a canter. Oh,
0: I want to tip one different to you, but I just can't do that. Yeah. Pans- uh, this-
1: this seems like such an obvious week, so we'll probably get
0: three right. I'll tell you what, go back to the Cowboys and I'll tip them against Manly just because, whatever, we got to go one different. Righto, well, I'll see you tomorrow night. Can't wait, mate. Let's talk Dan. Yeah, the see you soon.